Hello, everybody. My name is Caleb Walgren, and you're listening to Season 4, Episode 64 of Brody Sports Talk. I am joined by my fantastic co-host. I see that he's got his uh, Let's Ride shirt out. Uh, The NFL schedule is out, and we're here to just talk through some of our favorite things. And that is, of course, my friend, Derek Rusnick. Derek? How you doing today, man? Broncos country. Let's ride. Absolutely. Yeah, let's uh let's do this thing. Let's look at the 17 and 0 Denver Broncos schedule this year. We'll get to that a little bit further down the list. Uh but I will say that uh the Green Bay Packers are currently undefeated on the 2023 <laughs> schedule. So uh we will get to see how long I can say that potentially later. But it's going to be a fun time. The schedule is finally out. We knew the games were coming, and they finally have announced them. So let's go ahead and get some things started with some of the things that kind of jumped out to me here. And that is, of course, let's start with the season opener. We kind of teased a a little bit ago. Uh, Derek said that they should bring the Dolphins to town. Uh, Spoiler alert, the Dolphins are actually not coming to town. That game is an international game. I said they should bring the Bengals to town early in the season. Nope. Uh, That got rejected. The Detroit Lions are coming to town, and it's going to be that classic quarterback matchup that we all love, Jared Goff versus Patrick Mahomes, to get the NFL season started on Thursday night football. Uh, Derek, I know we did not pick the Lions. I don't know that they were in my top few I don't know if it's one of those things where I'm going to get excited for Lions Chiefs because it's the first game, but that might be the only reason. Uh, What are your thoughts here about Lions Chiefs to get the season started? Okay, so um, I don't know if it is standard issue, but uh, all of the Chiefs players have to wear knee guards now as the Detroit Lions with their head coach Dan Campbell is going to bite their kneecaps. Um, I know that that was like two or three years ago when he said that, but I will never forget Dan Campbell talking about biting people's kneecaps in his opening press conference. I don't think it's a bad game. Uh, I Any Chiefs game is going to be fun to watch as, uh, you know, this is a, a little bit of a Golden State Warriors kind of a, a year for the, for the Chiefs. They... Uh, they have been through several years of really good play, and now they are bringing in some some fresh talent, some younger guys, um, saying goodbye to some of the the other guys, and so now we're going to see you know some of the uh, some of the choices that they have made, uh, people that they have kept, people that they have moved on from, and in people who they have drafted over the last couple of years, and see what that really means. It's really good to start off the year with a, a game that's probably not going to be a uh, a difficult game if you if you game plan it correctly. The Chiefs can probably just based on their talent beat the the Lions, but look out NFC North. If the Lions come out and play the Chiefs tough or even beat them, we may see a a, a shakeup in the NFC North. 
I mean, I think that's fair. And I think both of us have kind of said, look out because Detroit's going to be a sneaky good team in that division this year anyway. One player that I want to highlight from the Lions in this game, because I think he's going to have a breakout opening game and it's going to be a bit of a welcome to the NFL moment, is Jameer Gibbs. Uh, We didn't talk about him a ton when we were getting into the pre-draft process. But apparently, as they were discussing it, they said that some people had Gibbs rated as their number one running back ahead of Bijan Robinson. And I know that we would say Bijan Robinson is an amazing talent. I just think that what we have with Gibbs, especially getting that Thursday night game and everything right there, is just going to be a fantastic thing. So... I think that he's going to come out. He's going to show up. Of course, he was at Alabama last year, ran for 926 yards, and he also caught 44 passes out of the backfield for a total of 10 touchdowns in Alabama's season. It wasn't Alabama's best season ever, but let's face it. If you can play well at Alabama, and he played well at Georgia Tech before that, transferring in, you're going to end up being fine. So I think Jameer Gibbs is going to be a player to watch. But I would tend to agree with you, Derek. I think in general, this is going to be the Chiefs starting the season at home. Just another spotlight on Kansas City. The draft was there. Just every everything keeps coming up Kansas City. And uh, as they would say in the musical, everything's up to date in Kansas City. Uh, they've gone about as far as they can go. So uh, I, I, I'm not I was a little disappointed at first, but I think it's going to be OK. Yeah, I, I wanted a better game. I wanted a, like a, a bigger game to kick off the season. But, uh, you know, the Lions coming to town, sure it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to see a lot about what uh, what this means for a new uh, new Lions team. I do feel sorry for Gibbs uh, coming in because he is going to be uh, put up there against every good player that came after him. Um, you know, a Josh Allen type where... Um, Hey, why, you know, we got uh, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes. We'll use that as an example. Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky was the second overall pick to the Bears. Uh, you know, eight picks later, uh, I think it was the uh, the Chiefs pick of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is a MVP, is a Super Bowl champion. And I think that uh, just about anything that Gibbs does uh, other than become the all-time uh, rushing champion or something like that. He's going. There's going to be players that are like, huh? Well, you could have got this defensive guy, or you could have got this, and you re- and Detroit really reached for him. That's fair. I know a lot of people say it was a reach, but I also know if it's a guy that you like, he's on the team now. Like at some point, yeah. it's a hey, he's there. Let Let's see what can happen. Um. Let's let's jump around a little bit because Derek, I don't know if you noticed this, but one of the things that jumped out to me as I was looking through a few things is that there are three Monday night football double headers. And so I want to kind of highlight them and then possibly see which game you think you would put on your TV or obviously, I mean, we're going to flip back and forth, but which game you primarily would be trying to catch between these. So week two of the season, there is a matchup between new quarterbacks and the NFC South with Derek Carr starting for the New Orleans Saints. And, of course, Bryce Young, the number one overall pick, starting for the Carolina Panthers. It's going to be a fun game. Uh, 
Derek, what are your initial thoughts on seeing this NFC matchup in the early early schedule there? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, you have to watch this game um, with, I mean, Bryce Young is going to be a, a, a draw for any team. You have a brand new Panthers team. You have a, a new head coach. You have a new defensive coordinator. Cough, cough. I, I miss you. Evero, um, please come back to me. Um, and a so we don't know what the Panthers are going to do this year. Uh, and, you know, you have a rookie head, I mean, a rookie uh, quarterback. He could be Peyton Manning or he could be better. Like Peyton Manning was really bad in his first two years in the league, um, but then became Peyton Manning, you know, arguably the best quarterback in the uh, during his his tenure. Um, or you could have just someone who completely falls off and doesn't do, you know, AJ McCarron. How about that? He could become Peyton Manning. He could be AJ McCarron, uh, you know, reach, you know, shout out to him. The, uh, the battle Hawks of St. Louis, um, good for, uh, good for him. And, you know, the saints revamp, you see what you, you know, what you, were you going to get with Derek Carr? Was Derek Carr held back? Um, in Las Vegas, did he not have a good, I mean, cause they, they have plenty of weapons down there in new Orleans. So, you know, what's going to happen there. I think it's a really good game to watch. Uh, I will say that that is Bryce Young's home debut. They have him on the road in week one. So that in and of itself should make that game a little bit more enticing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go North though, you do have a pretty good rivalry game and a, division that has been tightly contested all the time and that is the cleveland browns with nick chubb as their star running back going into pittsburgh to take on the pittsburgh steelers with tj watt and of course young quarterback kenny pickett um derek the browns at steelers does that one excite you as well or do you think you're more likely to watch the saints panthers game yeah, so if I'm if I'm picking a game, I'm going Saints Panthers. Just too many storylines to pass up. But uh, I like the Steelers this year. I think that they have. Uh, this is a a spark year, as I like to call them. This is a you know which way is your team going to go in the future? You have a Watt brother there. Um, you have what I believe is going to be a really good offensive duo in Pickett to Pickens. Um, you know, you have you have a solidified third string quarterback in Mason Rudolph, who signed a uh, a new contract just this last week. Um, former Oklahoma State Cowboy, uh, and you you got a good defense. If you got a good, I mean, you have your running back. You have Najee Harris there. I like the uh, I like the Steelers, uh, and I like to watch what they do. So I think this is going to be one of those pathway years, spark years, whatever you want to call it. Is this Steeler team going to take that next step? So it's going to be a good game. Um, but you know, if I had to choose one, it's Saints Panthers. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, disagree and take the other side of the coin real quick. Okay. And there's something that I, I think is really important to point out here. And that is uh, this is Kevin Stefanski's fourth season as the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Uh, he did go out and win a playoff game with Baker Mayfield who has now the quarterback on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, They went and invested a lot of money to get a quarterback that they thought would be elite. 
punted most of last year because of his suspension. And but let's face it, Stefanski's 26 and 24 overall. If he cannot make things work with Watson and what appears to be potentially more of a pass led offense than what they have done in their ground and pound game with Nick Chubb and uh, just their running attack the past few years. I don't think Stefanski sticks around long and it's tough to get wins in Pittsburgh, even though Cleveland and Pittsburgh are not that far apart. It's not like it's a tough flight. It's probably a bus ride. It's just that Cleveland doesn't normally show up well there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've got Miles Garrett. You've got the quarterback (laughs) that you want. You've got Mm -hmm. Nick Chubb. You've got Amari Cooper. You went and got Zadarius Smith even recently. Like, what is, how, like, how high do the Browns have to go now that they can say, okay, we, we gave up last year with a 12 game suspension. Now, what do we have in 2023 and a full season? They've got to be putting it together early and often, or I think that Stefanski is going to be on the hot seat, which is why I would like to see them take on the consistent perennial AFC North winning record team of the Steelers. Non-losing record. Was it non-losing but, uh, last year? No, no, okay. no. It was uh, no. It couldn't be non-losing. It's a winning record because it, it had to be. Uh, well, they could have had a tie. I, I can't keep track of the Steelers' record ever. You're, year. you're right. I think that I think they had the tie, and that's what got them to the non-losing. Uh, either way, you, you make a really good point. Um, is there another uh, doubleheader that uh, we need to look at for another so, week? Yeah, there's another doubleheader coming up the following week exactly actually which is eagles at bucks and then they have the rams at the Bengals. so uh rams at Bengals, of course is a super bowl 56 rematch although it may not feel like it because uh the rams did not do as well in 2022 as they did in going to the Super Bowl uh, just two years ago, it feels very fake. So we have both of the most recent NFC representatives in the Super Bowl playing on the same night. Uh, Eagles at Bucks, Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield. Let's see it. Like I, I, former OU quarterbacks take the field against each other. This game is going to be prime time viewing in the Sooner State, and I just think it's going to be fun. Uh, I think it's potentially more competitive than the other matchup because if I'm the Rams and I'm going to Cincinnati, I'm just going to come out and say, uh, this is the revenge game. (laughs) And I think that Joe Burrow and the Bengals are going to look to get some revenge for their Super Bowl loss against a Rams team that's just not nearly as good as it had been. And that's okay. You know, not every team is as good as they used to be. And the Bengals just seem to keep getting better and better, whereas the Rams have really uh, gone downhill a little bit. But you could argue that some of that is Matthew Stafford's injury. It's just been a little bit more inconsistent for them. Uh, Derek, what do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm leaning Eagles Bucks, but uh, maybe you want the Super Bowl rematch. And uh, of course, uh, to see Sean McVay possibly drink a cup of coffee so you can get an NFL head coaching interview. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, I have Rams at Bengals. Now, what I mean by that is I am jumping on the 
Stetson Bennett is the future of the Rams. As uh, we're, let's see what Matthew Stafford has. And, uh, you know, there's going to be some preseason games. We're going to see some uh, two-time national champion quarterback, Stetson Bennett from Georgia. Um, I want to see what uh, what he has in it. And let's see what, uh, so if you can take a rookie quarterback and see what he does in the preseason. I want to see what the Rams have. I, I don't know what they have anymore. Uh, and so the Eagles and the Bucks, I think the Eagles would run all over that one. And I want to see if Sean McVay can put it back, put it back together. What team do they have? What team, you know, where, because you, know, you don't have the flashy, uh, the flashy stuff you had a couple of years back. You still have some of your players, but uh, you know what happens when you don't have all the toys to play with. Um, and so, uh, a Matthew Stafford led Rams team um, going to Joe Burrow and uh, the Bengals. Let me see what you got. Let me, you know, like I know what the Bengals are. I know what the Bengals got. Let's see what the the Rams have. All right. And last but not least on the Monday Night Football doubleheaders, we have a week 14 game on December the 11th. Uh, They have the Titans playing the Dolphins in the battle for which uh, Alabama Crimson Tide player do you like more, Derrick Henry or Tua Tungavailoa? (laughs) Also could be called which Alabama player is healthy for this game. Mm-hmm. And in the other contest, it is uh, my beloved Green Bay Packers taking the road to face Danny Dimes and the New York football giants. Uh, I'm going to just start off by saying I'm a homer and mm-hmm. I'm going to watch the Packers game. Uh, you know, it's at this point where we might know whether or not the Packers are a potential wild card team or if our season is over, I think that there's a lot of interesting things that could really happen with this team this year. I don't know where they're going to land, but I think I want to see it happen. I want to experience this post Aaron Rodgers universe. And then you got the giants. The giants started off so hot last year, crumbled down to earth. I don't know where they're going to be at in week 14, but I don't really love them. Uh, the Giants knocked us out of the playoffs a few times. So anytime we can go in there and face them, I'd love to see Jordan Love throw for like 400 yards and four touchdowns against that uh, New York pass defense, as they used to dub themselves the NYPD. And uh, yeah, that's definitely where I'm going. Uh, Derek, I'm probably wrong. You're going to talk about a superior Derek, even though he doesn't spell his name correctly, and uh, go with the other game, I'm assuming. You couldn't prove me wrong. I love the Packers at the Giants, pun intended. But you're right. I'm going Titans, Dolphins. Uh, I, I This is week 14. This is actual, uh, are we going to make the playoffs? And neither the Packers nor the Giants are going to make the playoffs. And we're not going to, they're not going to be fighting for anything at that point. Um, I do like the fact that you went, are we going to be a wild card team? Not are we wrapping up the division? Like there's no way that the Green Bay Packers win the division this year via the owner. This dude owns 
part of the Green Bay Packers, and he's not even saying that they might push to win the division. It's, oh, are we a wild card team? Um, the Titans at the Dolphins, I think, is going to be a game that is a must-win for the Titans as they are trying to put as many games as they can into the AFC South and to you know to win that division as the the Texans we have no idea what's going to happen the Jaguars are probably going to be the team fighting for first second in that division and the Colts you know let's see what Anthony Richardson has so i think this game is going to be pivotal for the Titans they're going to have to win that game uh, and the Dolphins by now um, two will probably have like six concussions, I believe, by week fourteen, um, and that's only if he doesn't play the first thirteen weeks of the of the year. Uh, the dude gets concussed very easily. Um, we might be on a fourth string quarterback, so you know Mike McDaniel gets on the horn, calls his former boss Kyle Shanahan. Hey, how deep do I? You know, how many of the fifty three players? Do I, t- you know, do I use this quarterback? Should I go five deep? Should I go six deep? You know, do you know anybody who can might play quarterback? Because, you know, last year the Dolphins used their third string quarterback, um, and the Niners famously had to use their third string quarterback, and actually they went to their four string quarterback, Josh Johnson, in a uh, in a championship game and had to go back to the third string quarterback. Because the fourth string got hurt. So I think uh, after last year, Dolphins want to try to protect Tua, try to keep him at a concussion protocol. And I think by week 14, we're going to see who the real Dolphins are. So let's go ahead and let's start talking about some NFL holidays, because this is a time where you get together with family, talk smack about each other's teams, and just enjoy some time feasting and doing things together so speaking of feasting let's talk through the thanksgiving games as they stand now uh, again we have an excellent team playing in the opening game as the packers take on the detroit lions the afternoon game will be the new josh harris owned commanders against the dallas cowboys and we will close up with the 12s as hopefully we get to see brock purdy traveling up to take on Geno Smith and the battle of who is the best quarterback in the NFC West. Yeah. I'm throwing some of that uh, Matthew Stafford slander back or apparently you, I mean, you brought in the Stetson Bennett era, so uh, maybe it's not that bad. So uh, I do, I do think of course I'm biased. The first game is always the one that I tend to catch the most of, and it's going to be the Packers. So give me the Packers at lions but I'm excited for a full day and uh, we'll get to the bonus day game the next day in a second. Uh, Derek, what do you think of these Thanksgiving matchups? Okay. So uh, most of the time I would be in your camp. I would be going Packers at lions. But if you listen to our Brody bites episode uh, earlier this week, I am on the Washington Washington Commanders bandwagon this year, so I am going to stick up my W flag and root for the Commanders going to Jerry World for the Cowboys. That's the one I'm going to want to see, 
maybe by then they will know who their quarterback is going to be for uh, for Washington. And, you know, the 49ers Seahawks game is going to be good, um, but I'll probably have too much tryptophan in my system to uh, not to, to not fall asleep during that game. That's fair. That's very fair. Well, uh, let's go ahead and let's talk about the fact that the NFL is launching a Black Friday game. Uh, you could say it's shipping it to your house, oh. uh, courtesy of Amazon Prime. And it is going to be the Dolphins at the New York Jets. Um, obviously, Aaron Rodgers is now on the Jets. Derek, I'm going to let you give me your thoughts on this one first. Okay, so this is going to be a really big game um, when it comes around. So one, it's just one game on that Friday, so all eyes are going to be on it. Um, By then, we will know if Aaron Rodgers um, is settled into the Jets or um, what's happening. If If he still has it, last year he was a little shaky. Um, you know, they have shipped most of the Packers over to uh, to New York um, via overnight. Um, they come in those nice little brown boxes with the, the blue tape, Randall Cobb and and all those folks. Um, and so what we this is going to be an AFC East matchup. It's going to mean something for both teams as the Dolphins, I think, are trying to get better, trying to take that next step and the Jets have pushed their chips in the middle of the table basically and said, we have two years, uh, two or three years maybe with our quarterback. And um, so we're going to need to do something. So I, I really like this game and I look forward to what, uh, what the Dolphins and Jets can bring to that table. Cause we'll know a lot from that game. So I'm going to go out here and say, I might skip that one. Oh, um, spicy. And, and it's probably me being a traditionalist, being a Husker fan, because I need to go out there and see if Nebraska is going to go out and get back to back wins over the University of Iowa, who we just don't like. Um, we beat them last year in Iowa City, 24 to 17. And I, I hate saying this, Derek, but we have not beaten Iowa in Memorial <laughs> Stadium since 2011. Mm. That hurts. So I want to find a way to watch that one, see my team, see them closing out the year rivalry weekend. And it also kind of means in a way that I'm like avoiding seeing my ex. Like I I don't need to see Aaron Rodgers if he's having a good game on black Friday. Like I just need to enjoy the things that are in my family now. And that's where I'll watch the Nebraska game for sure. Um, I will say I'm checking some of these historical scores in that series. Derek, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Nebraska lost one of those matchups six to five back in the day. So that is, they, they needed those hand field goals. I think is what you're, what we're talking about. They, they could have had a chance to, to tie it up. So you're telling me there's a chance. Hey, it could be worse. It could be um, worse. So I'm going to go ahead. There's 
a game that I didn't put on here that I've just got to sneak into our announcements, though, uh, because I just haven't had enough Bronco talk yet, uh, because uh, I've got Derek here, and, uh, you know, we're talking holidays, and it's going to be Twas the Night Before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a Patriot, uh, because the Broncos are hosting the Patriots on Sunday Night Football Sunday, Christmas Eve, Derek, uh, how do you figure out what you're doing? Like, uh, you know, are you, are you trying to go to bed so you don't see Santa or are you, uh, trying to stay up late to catch the end of the Patriots Broncos game? Yeah. So, um, I'm going to leave out the milk and cookies for Santa and he's going to, when he stops by the house, he's going to sit on the couch with me. And we're going to watch the end of the game together as the Broncos are going to beat the Patriots that night. And uh, he is going to give a bunch of coal to everybody up in Foxborough. We all know that Bill Belichick gets coal every year. Uh, I don't... I don't know if you've seen him in press conferences, but I don't think he has been on the nice list for quite some time. (laughs) Uh, And that was probably even before Deflategate. So... uh, (laughs) Uh, we do have a triple header of games on Christmas Day, and looking at those, nothing is going to make Derek have a merrier Christmas than if the Las Vegas Raiders lose to the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. Uh, we also have another divisional rivalry as the Giants are going to travel to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Uh, will Santa get hit by a snowball or other things in Philadelphia again this year? And last but not least, the nightcap on Christmas. It is the Baltimore Ravens against the San Francisco 49ers. Again, prior Super Bowl rematch. Definitely not a Harbaugh Bowl anymore. Uh, Harbaugh is still with the Ravens, but the other one's up in big blue. And yeah, uh, an interesting selection of games. I don't know that I would want to be across the country on Christmas Day, but hey, when you have your the whole nation watching you it's never a bad thing uh derek what do you think of these christmas day games on monday december 25th yeah i want to watch this ravens at niners you have lamar jackson you know got that big contract uh you have obj in uh in baltimore and i like watching what the 49ers are doing um, Christian McCaffrey never uh, never upset me, so that's the game I'm looking for on that one. I think the Giants are headed to Philadelphia and are are going to be gifted a loss um, that day. As I think the Eagles are just a uh, are just going to be great this year, um, and I think that you know around Christmas time is where you really ramp up your your uh, you know what are we going to do when we go into the playoffs. And, uh, you know, anytime the Raiders can lose, um, even if they're playing in a scrimmage against themselves, if they can lose, that that always makes me happy. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I know in general, uh, no love lost for for the Raiders. I mean, uh, you do actually get to host them in week one of the NFL season. And uh, let's talk about uh, your schedule, Derek. What what are your general thoughts about the Denver Broncos schedule and how you think 
well, we don't want to go with like a win total at this point. That's too early. But uh, what do you think of your schedule? Anything you like? Anything you go, oh, no, why did we do that? Um, other than like playing the Chiefs twice, I think if you could erase that, that would be something you'd love to do from your schedule. Um, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I think there's a lot of winnable games. And what I mean by that is new head coach, you know, old head coach, basically, Sean Payton, um, with hopefully we get the best out of uh, Russell Wilson. You know, we we have uh, a, a healthy team going into the season. Uh, so there's a lot of games that could be coin flips. Um, you know, any of the division games, you're probably going to, to split. A lot of them, you're hoping you win one versus the Chiefs this year, um, and you're hoping that uh, you can split with the Chargers and beat the Raiders twice. But uh, on that, we have the Commanders. Um, we're going to Miami. We're going to Chicago. Uh, and then the Jets are coming to town. So that's week three, four, and five. So winnable games. Um, then, you, know, you, can, you, can, you can beat the Dolphins. Um, the, the Bears, we don't know anything about, but that's a winnable game. Jets at home, you're, uh, you're looking at, you could probably, uh, you know, you're probably in the same boat uh, as a veteran quarterback uh, coming into a team kind of both in the same, uh, same boat. And Jets at Broncos, return of the Hackett. It's the Hackett revenge oh game. Oh, Hackett. <laughs> yes. So the Jets are going to lose that one because somehow he's going to like take timeouts that he should or not take timeouts or not take timeouts that he should. Um, I'm, I'm leaving that all to Bob Sala, you know, and then you're headed off to the chiefs. You welcome the Packers into, uh, to Denver. And then you, uh, then you welcome the chiefs. So you have back to back home games. Um, but you see the chiefs twice in a three week span, um, kind of tough, but after the Chiefs come to town, you have your bye week on week nine. I think uh, week nine is a good good week for a bye week, as uh, because then you're headed to Buffalo. You bring uh, Minnesota to town. You bring Cleveland to town. You head down to Houston in week thirteen, and then you head to L.A. to play the Chargers, and then you head to Detroit. So that's three weeks on the road. Uh, and then you come back home for two games with the Patriots, as we just talked about, uh, on Christmas Eve. And then you bring the Chargers to town on New Year's Eve. And uh, so you hopefully go into 2024 with a uh, winning mentality. And then week 18, you head to Las Vegas and probably a uh, a trip to the playoffs based upon... The last game of the season, probably a wild card. You know, maybe they can win the division. Maybe the Chiefs uh, implode. I guess uh, maybe you win the division, but I think you you try to lock up a wild card on that uh, week seventeen, week eighteen round. So I think there's winnable games. It just depends on what uh, Sean Payton's offense looks like, what Russell Wilson does. Um, you know, maybe he just needs a p- better coach than uh, Nate Hackett. I mean, Hackett has never made it a full season as an NFL head coach. <laughs> um, 
maybe he got a raw deal or maybe not. Uh, I'm more on the not side. Um, so uh, that that's, that's the Broncos schedule. Uh, being a Packers owner, of course, I do need to represent the Packers schedule and some of my thoughts about that. I'm not going to go through game by game, but it does have, I mean, we've already talked about some of the matchups. I think the thing that probably irritates me the most when I look at our schedule is that I feel like we should try to have more home games late in the year. And when I see us like going to Carolina and going to the Vikings in some of the last weeks of the season, I don't love that. Uh, We did not, however, get any of those three-game road trips like Derek did. Uh, Probably one of the more interesting games is we're playing the Broncos after our bye week. So you, I believe you, your first game against the Chiefs is Thursday night. So we don't really even get that advantage of that much extra rest over you guys. Uh, you know, we have a bye, but you play on Thursday. So you have 10 days rest before we play each other at mile high. But that'll be a fun game. Uh, we play the Raiders uh, before the bye. So I know Derek wants us to win that game. Uh, our Thursday night game, we have two Thursday night, two Thursday games because we're actually hosting the Lions for Thursday night football in week four. And then we are going to the Lions, of course, on Thanksgiving. So Packers, Lions, think Thursday. Uh, our schedule also has this somewhat weird anomaly where we're bookending our schedule with the team that we're starting it with, where we're going to go to the Bears in week one and we are hosting the Bears to close the season. Just not really something that I think is that exciting. I know that it's a a long historic rivalry, but there is a reason the Bears were supposed to pick first in the draft this past year. They're bad. Good point. Um, um, But yeah, in general, it's one of those things where I look at the schedule, I go, ooh, this could be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad that the Chiefs have to come to Lambeau this time, and we're not going to Kansas City because we just have not done well when we've gone to Kansas City lately. I wish we had a full week to play the Lions once uh, instead of playing them on Thursday twice. But that's okay. It is what it is. Uh, It also means we get extra rest after we play the Lions both times. And if Dan Campbell's going after those kneecaps, you know, we can at least be a little bit better protected. Uh, anything oh, you want to add there, Derek? No, I uh, I really think the Packers uh, have set set themselves up well for um, like the start of a new era. I mean, maybe you know the uh, the Packers really haven't been looking for a quarterback since '92, so you know maybe Jordan Love is the answer. Love is always the right answer, and we love when you give us five-star <laughs> reviews at your favorite podcast platform. Uh, if you do that and you let us know by telling us on Twitter at Brody Talk or uh, maybe shooting us a text if you know us, we'll be happy to read your review of the podcast on air. And if there are any uh, things that we are not allowed to say on the podcast, because we are a family-friendly podcast, we will just go ahead and uh, skip those parts. And yeah. Are you excited for the schedule? What were your thoughts? Please feel free to share with us. Uh, it's always a fun time to get excited for the NFL season. 
if you're curious, I know last week we had Derek's ways he would change the NFL. Uh, next week, as a bit of a teaser, I'm going to have some ways that I would change the NFL. So we've got some good stuff coming. And in just a few short weeks, we're going to launch the 2023 Brody 50, the 50 best players in the NFL, a completely indisputable ranking list that is, we're just so accurate, so accurate every year. So on behalf of my co-host, Derek, my name is Caleb Walger, and we are going to go ahead and sign off, and y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye, guys.